This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This sports social podcast is brought to you by BetVictor where live streams, smart stats and in-play betting can help you make your best bet yet. 18 plus, BeGambleAware.org NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu.
Hello, everyone, and welcome along to the latest episode of Turfcast Podcast. Caught Johnny out on his phone there. Um, <laughs> this is going to be sort of like what we're going to do this season, just for those of you that don't know. Um, there's going to be like a show before every game. Well, mainly a podcast. We're doing it as a show this week because um, it's Premier League starting tomorrow, so it's a special occasion sort of thing. So we're going to do it as a show this week. It will normally just be a podcast. Um, Johnny's going to be on some by the look of it because he's on this one, so, you know. Setting his eye up, he's going to be on some, yeah. Uh, Simon will be back. I said he'd be back today. He's not back. He will be back. He's took an extended leave from Turfcast uh, as our Simon. Um, but yeah, just just so you don't know, that's what we're going to be doing because obviously we're going to be losing the watch along um, this season, um, which was our most popular show. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to replace it with another podcast. So we're going to do two podcasts a week, and we're also going to do. Um, a review show after every match. Um, and that'll be one podcast. And then this will be another podcast. And the review show will be out as soon as it's physically possible. And the preview show will, like I said, it's been streamed down on a Friday night. It'll not want normally this, this late. Normally recorded on Thursday, but out Thursday or maybe Thursday mornings. Um, but yeah, just a bit of housekeeping for those of you that, that haven't listened to the podcast we put out already. But we're joined by Johnny, as you can see. How you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, you. Yeah, not bad. It's good to have you back. It's been a while. Obviously, we haven't done a podcast for a long time, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's good to have you back. Well, I've seen you for a bit. I think you were in England, Scotland, weren't it, last time I seen you? Scotland? England, Spain. Scotland. Oh, no. England, Scotland. No, I went England, Denmark. I didn't Scotland. see you then, did I? No, no. You last time I Scotland. seen you, England, Scotland. England, Scotland? At Simon's, I'm sure. Oh, sorry. I was thinking about going to game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, sorry. Um... Long day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've I've literally just finished work. I've literally just finished work. The little boy Parker's he cut his finger today at nursery, so he got sent home. So he's he's been a bit of a marass today. Been a brave boy though. That's what I've been telling him. Um, but he won't go to bed. Um, so it's been hard work. But um, yeah, it's good to see people commenting in the chat. Uh, Jag two one four says, "Did you get my comments on the last video with Alex James?" Yes, I did, mate. Um, I'm thank you for putting them comments on. It's always good to see people commenting. It's good to see you commenting on this one as well. If you've got any questions for me and Johnny, please feel free to put them to us. Uh, we'll answer them as best as we can. And anyone else that's watching uh, live on this YouTube stream, um, then uh, please feel free to get some comments in. But like I said, this will be available as a podcast pretty much straight away tonight. I'll get it out as soon as I can. And for those of you that are listening on the podcast and you're thinking you want to get involved in the stream and stuff uh, and do it next time and ask some questions then uh, feel free. Um, we'll we'll try and do that if, if we do another stream again, because like I said, this one will mainly be uh, the podcast. But anyway, that's in it for all the housekeeping. We've got a full summer of stuff to discuss at the turf, Johnny. Um, well, first of all, we're back at the turf tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, are you excited to be back? Are you there, mate? Oh, he's frozen. He's frozen. Typical. Yeah, he's still frozen. Uh, he's still frozen. Uh, Johnny, if you can hear me, go out, come in, do whatever it is you need to do. Um, but yeah, we are obviously back at the turf tomorrow. And I'll tell you what, I'll just quickly try and chat while um, Johnny's frozen. It's, it's good. It's obviously going to be good for us to be back at the turf tomorrow. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I was one of the fortunate ones that went on the uh, Liverpool game. I'll, I'll just get rid of him. I'll just get rid of him. I was one of the ones that was fortunate enough to be on the Liverpool game. Um it was good. It was good to be back at the turf for that Liverpool game, but um, it was one of them things. It weren't. It weren't the same at all. I'll be honest. It weren't the same. So uh, it's good to be back tomorrow at the turf with. It's not a full crowd, 
um, which I'm disappointed about. Um, but it is it is going to be a bigger crowd, uh, a sort of a proper crowd. So it is good to see that. Um, so fingers crossed. Uh, Jag two one four is laughing at Johnny Freezing. Hopefully you're going to be on the turf tomorrow if you can make it, mate. I don't know where you live. To be fair, you could live Yonks away. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be back on the turf. Fans are back at the turf. Going to be sat in my usual seat with my dad in the Jimmy Mac. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, we'll preview the Brighton game uh, later on uh, a little bit more. Uh, we'll go into more detail about about the Brighton game and things like that. I guess there's not really much we can talk about, though, to be fair, is it? Because uh, there's not much form or anything going into it. All we can do is, is sort of like look at um, Brighton signings and things like that and the head-to-head. But um, regardless, I'm, I'm still looking forward to it. It should be good. And uh, Speaking of transfer business, um, let's get on to Burnley's. Uh, transfer business. Uh, Johnny's still not back yet, so I'll have to discuss it uh, and give you my thoughts uh, and, until Johnny... Oh, he was in the US, does Jag214. Fair enough, you're not going to be there then. Um, that's a shame. Um, but hopefully you can watch it at 7am or 9am, isn't it? I think that, well, depending on what part of the US you live. Anyway, I digress. Um, transfer business. Uh, Colin's in. Um, I think me and Alex James uh, discussed it on the earlier podcast. Obviously, that the, the uh, Jags mentioned it already. I've already done a podcast with Alex James of Lanks Live. Uh, did it the other day. Uh, it came out on Wednesday, Tuesday. I can't remember exactly, to be honest. Um, but yes, me and him chatted about the game. I've had a message off John. It is laptop as frozen. There you go. The dreaded blue screen. So it could be a while until we see Johnny. Um, I've gone solo before. I can do it again. Um, but yeah, me and Alex James discussed it a little bit. I've put my two pence in on the um, Collins thing. Um, I'm a little bit, I'm happy with the Collins thing. I'm not going to lie, uh, with the Collins signing. is obviously going to be a, a replacement for Tarke when Tarke comes back. Hold on. Hello. Hiya, mate. Can you hear me? Here he is. What happened? Same new season, same shit. Fucking laptop yeah. just shut down. I've no idea why. Yeah, it's well. When you sent that picture, it looked like it were doing updates. Yeah, probably. God knows. Anyway, yeah. I'm back. Yeah, right. I I'll go. I'll no. You're right. I'll go back then because I was just going to start chatting shit and basically just basically buying time. I'll go back. Oh, are you excited to be back on the turf tomorrow? Because we, we've been back for the Liverpool game. I can't remember if you got on that one, Johnny, but we've, as fans, we've been back. But it, it weren't it weren't the same. So tomorrow, it's not going to be a full house, but tomorrow it should it should be a good one. Uh, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to be positive, but I'm, I'm just not looking forward to it. I'm really not. Why I'm that? just, I don't know. I'm just... I'm just completely disinterested at the minute, and I really don't know why. I went, I went on the Oldham game first, first pre-season, and that that just reminded me never go on a friendly again. They're absolutely terrible. As soon as I, as soon as they kicked off, I regretted being there. But I don't know. I just, I just don't feel the same going into the season. I just, I'm just not looking forward to it, and I really don't know why. I think there's been a lot of change. There's a lot of a lot of uncertainty with a lot of things. Everyone's, every time you go on Twitter, someone's whinging about something. And I don't know, I don't know if it's because I'm looking at Twitter more and yeah, buying to a lot so of people and go on yeah, and it, you get drawn you, into it, don't you? Yeah, if, you, if you're going off Twitter, then you're never going to be in a good mood. You've got to no. always pinch yourself. I mean, I'm, I'm you. going on tomorrow. Um, yeah, you're in box, on. aren't you? Big yeah. star. Prawn Sandwich Brigade tomorrow. Uh, but I don't know. I'll, I'll wait. I think I'll hold judgment till the end of the window. And if we don't make any signings, then I really do think we're assuming to be re- uh, to be relegated. 
we, we massively need players. We were saying that last yeah. season. We, we, I know we struggle same and then we have a good is. season, but you can only do it for so long. You can only keep doing the same thing season year in, year out. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold judgment. I'll, I'll try and remain positive, but I don't know. Oh, it's one of them, isn't it? I think. I think I think tomorrow. I think I said it on the other podcast. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it. I think you're frozen again, by the way. Um, but I've said that this Brighton game is weirdly already a big game, even though we haven't kicked a ball yet this season. I feel like it's already a very very big game because if you look at the fixtures we have coming up after the Brighton game, I'll just quickly buy some more time by tapping it in and then talking rubbish for a little bit. It don't really work when you tell everybody what you're doing, but obviously we've got Brighton tomorrow then Liverpool away, then Leeds at home. They're a decent side. I still think we can. that can go either way, that one, to be honest, Leeds. Uh, Everton away, again, I think it can go either way. Then we've got Arsenal at home, uh, Leicester away, and then and then Norwich, and then City. Um, and then you have a couple of favourable fixtures after that in late October against Southampton um, and Brentford. Oh, Johnny's gone again. I wonder if his uh, laptop's reset again. Um We'll have to find out. I'm sure I'll get a text message. But as I was saying, yeah, I I feel that that game tomorrow is already a big game uh, without a ball even being kicked. It's it's a bit it feels a bit weird saying that, um, but but yeah, um, if we lose tomorrow, just get the fixtures back up. If we lose tomorrow, then you know we've got Liverpool after that. We could could and probably will lose that one. Uh, then we've got Leeds after that. I know I've said it can go either way, but obviously part of that is we can get beat. Everton can go either way. Part of that is we can get beat. Arsenal, again, probably more likely to lose. Um, then Leicester, again, more likely to lose. So I, I feel like tomorrow we need to try and, and get three points. I, I, I do feel daft saying that, as I've said, but um, yeah, I, I, we really need to. We don't, we don't want to have a slow start again. If we have a slow start again, then we end up in the position that we were last season when you're just constantly playing catch-up. When you're constantly playing catch up, then you make more mistakes. You you don't take as many risks as a player um, and things like that. Um, Johnny said he's going to try his phone, um, but but yeah, um, I, I feel like tomorrow's a big game already, uh, and a ball hasn't been kicked because look at the season we finished in Europa League. We finished uh, obviously seventh, and the reason why we finished seventh is because we picked momentum up nice and early. We picked momentum up nice and early uh, and then we were doing really well and then we just kept carrying on and carrying on and carrying on. Johnny's back in the chat. You're on your phone now. Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you. It sounds like your work have given you a duff laptop, mate. I'm sorry, mate. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> what did it do this time? The same thing. Just shut down. It just says shutting down halfway through. I didn't press no. <laughs> It obviously so I'm can't on, handle I'm on my phone that. Now, but you don't perform that. My phone's not the best, so I do apologise. It's all right. It's all right. Um, yeah, I was saying then tomorrow it seems a bit weird, doesn't it? It already feels like it's quite a big game because of the fixtures we've got coming up after it. Yeah, I think we have to. We have to get three points tomorrow. I think if we get three points tomorrow, I think we'll go on a, a good run at the beginning of the season. Uh, pick up a couple more points, but it's a, it's a tough fixtures. Massively tough. Yeah, they're they're an half decent side of Brighton. They've obviously got they've got a, a a manager that plays a decent style of football. They still don't have a finisher though, uh, and that's why I never really worry too much about them. If they had a they had a decent finisher, um, then um, I think they'd be quite a good side. Uh, but anyway, we've met, you mentioned transfer business earlier on, or the lack of, yeah. should I say? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the ones that we've actually got so far. Collins, decent acquisition, I think. Yeah. I- 
I'll be honest, I haven't seen much of him, but everything you hear of him is good. I think that's a, I think it's a good. That's a Burnley signing for me. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hennessy? He'll do a job. Dash summed it up in that press conference. It just allows Peacock Farrell to go to go out and get some games. So, no, decent signing. Happy with that. Yeah, I think for me, uh, evening Phil in the chat, um, let us know your thoughts on the signing so far, or lack of, if you're that way inclined. Um, Collins for me, obviously he's replacing Tarky when Tarky leaves in the summer because that's fucking like what's going to happen. So yeah. fair enough, get him in now, get him in nice and early, let him learn the Burnley way and all that, and then kick on from there. Hennessy is better than what we've got. Obviously not better than Nick Port, but he's better back up than what we've got. He's better than Bailey for me, and he's better than Norris for me. I weren't impressed with Bailey or Norris towards the end of last season. So I think the signings that we have brought in, Hennessy got a lot of stick. Um, I think the signings that we have brought in uh, are decent enough for me. Yeah, no, two good signings, two good squad signings. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, let's have a look at the transfer rumours then. Um, and... I'll tell you what, before we do that, because Jags asked his question twice, uh, we'll talk about Aaron Lennon. Um, first of all, Johnny, what's your thoughts on on getting Aaron Lennon back? I think the smile tells me all I need to know. It's just absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? I'm sorry. People saying that's a good signing on a free for the squad is an absolute joke. I just don't get it. I do not get it. If we're having to get players in of Aaron Lennon to beef up our squad, then that just tells you all about the transfer market. It's a joke. It's an absolute disgrace that we're in that position. I just don't get it. Yeah. It weren't even good when he played for us. I didn't see him have one good game. I think he had two good no, games. I, I think he played well against Bournemouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's well against because Bournemouth. against Sam and Francis, who turns like a fucking cargo truck. Nah, <laughs> not for me. I'm not... But if you can't sign anyone, who else are you going to get? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Jag214 says they need to sign Aaron Lennon already. He's played a few pre-season games for the first team. And Phil says, another frustrating window. As we all know, we need more. Lennon is, is a body. That is all. I agree. I agree with that. I I, I think, I feel some fans that have settled and sort of like said, I don't understand what all the um, farces about uh, Lennon um, or all the debate is about Lennon, all the negativity, that's the word I'm looking for, about Lennon. Um, you know, he's a body and he's, he can come in and, and he's, and he's going to do a job. Like you said, it's that just goes to show how poor we've been in the transfer market for the, for the last two, three years, the fact that we're going to bring somebody in who wasn't deemed good enough in the first place. Like Dash will say, and he already has said, I didn't want to let him go. But still, I think he didn't really do that well when he was here with us in the first place. So I don't really see the point in bringing it back. And the fact that some fans are accepting it and saying it's a decent acquisition and it makes sense just shows what this club has done to us. At the fact that some fans are accepting that. That's that's the way I see it. If you're if you're happy with the signing of Aaron Lennon, you're happy with mediocrity. That's the way I see it. Yeah, massively. I'd, like I said, if you come out of this transfer window with Collins, Ennessy and Aaron Lennon, then writing's on the wall. I, yeah. I just don't see how that can be classed as a, a good transfer window when you're signing. You, he's already said that he needs wide players. And I think he means... Probably need a first team player and probably two on the bench with the way he's going on about it. I've, I've never really heard him go on about an area, a positional area, as much as he has done this season. But it, realistically, we'll probably sign one of his targets and then we will get Aaron Lennon in because yeah, Lennon's happening. It's a it's a dash signing. He, yeah, he knows him. He's probably a good professional. He'll put hundred percent in training. 
and he's an extra player for him, who he knows he can put on the bench and he's happy to be on the bench for 20 games a season. He's, Aaron Lemon's happy to sit on Burnley's bench all season and not come on. And Dash Rark's them type of players. Yeah, yeah, true. Obviously, we've all seen what happened with Gibson. Uh, the latest on Lennon, uh, it looks like it's happening, but the latest on Lennon in this article from friend of the podcast, Alex James, uh, Dive said, Aaron is training with us. That is the same news as it was previously. There is nothing to report other than that at the moment. Um, he is training with us. He is active with us. I've had a very loose chat with him about what might be and the ifs and buts. The main thing for him is that he's fit and well and he has still... And he is still hungry for it, sorry. So, reading between the lines, the fact that they've had the chat, the fact that they're talking about it, the fact that in another comment, like I said earlier, Dash said, well, I didn't want to let him go in the first place. I think that to me yeah. tells everybody what we need to know and he's, he's clearly he's clearly signing for us. Yeah, definitely. 100% he'll be in a Burnley shirt next season. Yeah, I agree. Um, anyway, rumours, you've mentioned it. We have some rumours. A lot of them are wide players, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. This wide player thing, though, it's, it's been happening for so long. We've needed wide players for so long. We got yeah. lucky with Dwight in the fact that he came through. But even then, before he burst yeah. through, we needed wide players. I don't understand why we cannot sign wide players. It just don't make any uh, sense. I think it's because of how we play and what we want them to do. Hence why we had Arfield and Boyd. Now, yeah. You know what I mean? Unbelievable for us, Warfield and Boyd, but would they get into any other Premier League team top 10-wise? Probably not, because they don't have... These kind of wingers now, they have a bit of freedom, don't they? And they can do what they want. They can't do that at Burnley. You have to be up and down the wing. You have to have good fitness levels and you have to be... The main thing for Dash is you've got to be defensively solid. Attacking is second. And that's the way I see it when I'm watching it. Like I say, Dwight McNeil's against the mould, really. He kind of Quite lucky with him, really, with the injuries we had. He got thrown into the limelight. And he, yeah. Because I, I, I generally believe if we had two fit wingers, Dwight McNeil would still be nowhere near the starting 11. Because yeah, he'd probably be on loan at a championship chance. club or something. Yeah. That's a it's similar never, sort of never, thing with what happens chance. with everybody else. No, I agree. Um, Phil has put a comment in. He says, Jed Wallace is the most Burnley signing not to happen. He'd be okay. Is that I, I, I wouldn't be adverse. Yeah, I wouldn't be adverse to having him in. I think he's a decent decent player. Unproven in the Championship would be hungry for it. So I don't see why, unless we've asked the question and they've told us to F off. I'm not really sure. But the the, the main rumours that we're getting at the minute is Maxwell Corner. And I'll just, actually, I'll just give you the latest on that one for those of you that don't know. It broke today. Johnny, you've probably seen it. Uh, that Burnley have, apparently, according to reports in France, I'm not sure how true it is, have submitted a 16 million euro bid for him. That does meet Leon's valuation, but apparently the player is more keen on a move to Berlin. Yeah. There's not really you can do with that, is there? If, if, you, if you don't want to come, you don't want to come. No. That, is it bad that I'm thinking, why has no one else gone for him? It's a fair point. That, and again, it. I contrad- I, you know me, I contradict myself every time I talk, to be fair. I whinge about signings. Then when we go for someone, I'm like, why, why has no one else gone for him? Yeah. But you can you name it a more unlike Dash Burnley signing ever? That he would be it. Yeah. It's just well, bizarre. And- I just find it- that transfer absolutely it goes against every single thing. That yeah. we have done. Even if you go through his Instagram, yeah. go through his Instagram, he is not a Dash person. I just can't, I can't, I just don't get it. Unless, unless they know something we know. He's obviously a good player, 
and they've just signed uh, Shakiri, haven't they, from Liverpool? Yeah. It's like they do that. need to get. They do need to sell, player, apparently. Isn't it? Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd about him. Someone like Shakira, he's played at Stoke. You know, he's. he's like, I, I'd love us to sign Corny. I really, I think he'd be a brilliant signing. I just, I just don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get the signing yeah. at all. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know much about him other than since he's been linked with us. I've watched a few videos yeah. and kept up to date with what he's been doing. It uh, looks decent enough. He looks very good going forward. But like you say, will he want to come to Burnley and spend the majority of, of 90 minutes in his own half, heading balls out of the box? Probably no, not. It's, um, it's, but like you say, who's the other club he's linked with? Hertha Berlin? Yeah. Apparently, well, I mean, he'd rather not, go they're there. They're not exactly Champions League, are they? No. So when, you, when we can't even attract people like him, we would openly admit they'd want to go to Hertha Berlin or the play for Burnley in the Premier League. It it sums it up for me. I just I just I don't know. I just don't get it. Don't get the signing, especially for him to openly yeah. come out and say he'd prefer to be somewhere else. But we're still pursuing him. I just yeah. think it. Well, know. it were reports in France. I don't, I don't know if he's physically according to the reports in France. He would rather have a move to Berlin, whether it's agent talk or what. I'm I'm not sure, um, but that's what's coming out. Other other ones: Maitland Niles, um, Luckman, and Christie. Which one was it that didn't want to come and waiting for a move to London? Maitland Niles, isn't it? So that's uh, I thought one. it was Luckman. We're not Luckman. Oh, was it Luckman? I might have got it the wrong way around then. Yeah, I, I think might it have got Luckman. it the wrong way around. Um, but yeah, them two. And Ryan Christie's one that's been linked. I don't know how much truth there is in that, to be honest. But Ryan Christie at Celtic, I'd, 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 I'd be happy with him. He's, he's a good player. Yeah. I'd be happy with all of them. Like I say, if we sign Corner, that for me would be an absolute unbelievable signing. It's something we haven't had. I don't, I don't, at my time watching Bill, I don't think we've ever had a player like that. It'd be, it'd be good to see how more central. In, and it'd be unbelievable. But yeah, Maitland Niles, I could see him as a Burnley player. You know, he can play four or five positions, quite defensive minded. Again, that'd be an outstanding signing. Uh Luckman, he didn't really pull up trees for me at Fulham last season. I don't I don't know, I don't get the heart with that. He never did a, didn't do anything at Everton. He hadn't done a great deal at Leipzig. Average at Fulham. if we were gonna make one big signing, he'd be my least out of the the ones we've been linked yeah. with. And then there's Christie. Christie, I think, would be all right. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, that type of player, and he's like an off-field type of player. Yeah, yeah. You know what you're going you know to get when you sign players like that. Yeah. Um, another comment from Phil. He obviously knows quite a bit about him, unlike me. He said, pace, simple, it's what's needed. 250 games, 52 yeah. goals, 42 assists. So, he's, obviously, he can provide goals and score goals. So, yeah, looking at that, It'd um, it'd suit. I'm going to say it'd suit a, a more attacking team, but yeah, but it depends what sort of way we're going to play. What we need that corner fits the bill. Yeah, we 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 are crying out for pace. We've been crying out for pace ever yeah. since Gray left. To be honest, um, that's pretty much it then for the for the um transfer stuff because not much had happened. They're not rest of rumours. There was that absolute hilarious farce with Arthur Gomez where the Santos rep tweeted that he was joining Burnley. The Burnley fan page went mental. I'm not going to lie, I might have been partly responsible for that, just creating loads of memes for fucking shits and giggles. <laughs> and then it turns out he's going to some random... Oh, he follows Burnley on Instagram, then unfollows us the morning after, then goes to some random Portuguese club. The Santos club rep says, well, I don't know what happened there. I thought he told me we were going Burnley, or I got told yeah, we were going Burnley. That's hilarious. That, that was the best 24 hours on Burnley Twitter. Yeah, again... People were getting so worked up about signing him, but you think he's gone on the wrong loan at what, fucking Division Three Brazilian team or something. Yeah, 
that's like us signing someone from fucking, I don't know, Salford. Aki Stanley. For like three million. Everyone like, oh my God, he's going to be a good one. No, he's not. He's a yeah. he's shit. <laughs> Straight to the point. But yeah, I do agree. I would just join in with it because it, it was fucking Brazilian and all that shit. And it oh, was yeah, funny. It would love him to come and be unbelievable. It was never going to happen, were it? Yeah, it was never going to happen. Um... Do you think we're linked with different types of player this time because of the new board? Or do you think it's just because we're crying out for a certain type of player? I've seen a few people say we are linked with a better calibre of player in this window, but ultimately we've got not to show for it, have we? But So maybe that's a sign that the new board maybe do have a bit of cash or are trying to splash a bit of cash uh, and are struggling to do it. Yeah, the players are definitely a higher calibre. The problem that comes with that is we can't afford them. We can yeah. we can be linked with him as much as we want. It's like this corner, whatever he's called. Was it sixteen million? What's, he, what's yeah. he going to want a week? Fifty grand, three mil, two and a half, whatever it is, million a year over four. You think you mate? It's going to it's going to cost about thirty million to get him, including wages. And it, yeah. unfortunately, he's out. I know we keep going on about it. How we should have more, but we don't. We can't compete with these types, with these teams, can we? No, especially when you've got Fulham. Obviously, I know they're not in the league anymore, but they've come up and spent £100 million in two separate well, windows, so £200 million overall. £15 million in the Championship. Yeah. I, I, what, what happened I think, we, I, think I, just, I just don't think Dash wanted him. If we wanted him, surely we could have got him. Because Liverpool's closer. So. It's, it's, we're in the Premier League. So, I can't... It must have been a case of Dash didn't want him or the club thought he was too expensive for, for what he was. But I would guess that Dash didn't want him. I was never that fussed with him. To be honest, it looks okay in the championship. I think the Premier League is a bit of a step too far for him. A little bit the same with Luckman, to be honest. Yeah, I'd have been quite happy with um, the Harry Wilson. Um, I think he's he's more assist-minded than Luckman from his dead balls and outside the box and stuff. He's like a better Robbie Brady, you know, that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> Injury-free Robbie Brady, that's all it needs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's pretty much it for the transfers. Um, do we what? Can we get him back, Brady? <laughs> Probably. Now, Probably. Well, he's he's still a free agent, isn't he? I don't think he's gone anywhere yet. So I'm sure uh, if they wanted him, they could have him. Still looking, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I think that would go down worse than the Aaron Lennon signing. 100%, I think it would. Um, there was another big hurrah on Twitter this summer. Um, and it was the backroom staff changes. I thought that was all a bit much of a muchness about nothing, to be honest. Um, obviously, there's been more than this, but Rig, the director of football, has gone. Um, Darren Bentley, the media manager, has gone. Uh, and there was a few others in the ticket office and the community side of things and all that. And a goalkeeping youth coach has been promoted as well or something like that. Um, what did you make of, A, the changes, and B, the absolute ridiculous, like everyone just losing the shit on Twitter? Uh, I think I think it's clear that Pace has got his own his own ethos and his own mindset on what he wants to do. And I think he's, com- he's completely different to what the previous owners were, where they probably weren't as engaged in all aspects of the business, whereas that is what Pace wants to do. And he's probably seen that a lot of people aren't really offering much than they could and potentially could do. And I think he's he's been quick. He's got him out the door as quick as he can. 
I mean, the Darren Bentley one, obviously, a long servant to the club, as people were saying. You know, he's been there 15 years. And I think times are changing with, with obviously, media aspects and things like that. But I think, I don't know, it's one of them. Just see how it pans out. No matter where you go, it's like a manager when he comes, he gets rid of the backroom staff and gets his own in. Yeah. He wants to, Pace wants to get people who he can trust, who he knows, and who we can build a team round. And unfortunately, you've got to, you've got to get rid of a few people when you do that to obviously bring in what you want. And it's clear what his drive is. His drive is to develop Burnley as a brand, and that is what he's, yeah, that is 100%. what he's going to try and do. That is the only way we will get more income. Is if you try and move with the times and create a brand. The problem you've got with Burnley is. It's, it's not very so much, marketable. Yeah, it's not marketable, and also we don't like change. We don't like anything new. Yeah, we used to. Yeah, the fans, the fans, the fans, the majority of the fans. I mean, no, the I agree with that. that we're not taking cash payments. I mean, I cannot remember the last time since COVID. I think probably the window cleaner is the only person I pay in cash. I was just going to say I gave the window cleaner some cash today. That is <laughs> That's it. The last time but on the turf, people are. On Twitter, we're absolutely mental because you can't pay with cash. Well, Bon, it's you're gonna have to, have, you know, it's just I just don't get it. But it's I think that's his problem. He's changing that culture. No matter what he does now, he will not be happy. No one will be happy with what he does. No, I agree with that, I, and I do agree with the fact that for some reason Burnley fans are just some Burnley fans should I say are just so adverse to change. Like you say, the cash thing. I've not used cash even before COVID. I don't. I very rarely use cash. It's just Apple Pay on your watch or your phone. Job done, nice and simple. Saves going and getting money out. But then people are always about the oh, I don't want you know, people knowing where I'm spending my money and stuff. Oh, why? What, what have you got to hide? What have you got to hide about that? Why don't you want people knowing where you spend your money? Oh, I don't want the government knowing that. Why? Why don't you want the government knowing? Just, just, just stop being so backward and and get on with it. Um, going back to the backroom staff changes, and just before I do, Simon Marusid in the chat, he says, good evening, good evening, Simon. I've seen that name for a while. It's good to have you back, buddy. Um, yeah, I feel, I totally agree with what you said. It's, it's, it's the Premier League, the club is Premier League on the pitch, non-league off it. And a lot of people who have gone, have gone for a reason. Um, I think the most shocking yeah. one, as we've said, was Darren. Um, because Darren was liked by a lot of people, because I think he did a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Say if you wanted a signed shirt, for example, um, Darren would be the first port of call. If you wanted an answer about tickets, even though it's not his department, again, Darren would be the first port of call. So it helped a lot of people out. So he was good at that aspect, helping people, and that's why a lot of people liked him. But I, I, I agree. I think the media side of things, to be honest, it's been worse since he's left. I'll, I'll point that out right now. It's been shocking since he's left. But the media side of things at the club, hasn't been good for years. We've been miles behind other teams. Like the streams we were behind with streams, I still think we are now. Uh, we're finally starting to see some things like, oh, the women's games are going to be streamed on TikTok and stuff like that. So that they, they, these are good signs. Um, but yeah, we needed things um, developing a bit more uh, on that side of things. And hopefully a new media manager can come in and, and help the club do that. But you I was very that, surprised to you? see him go. You're, you're more me. To me, I'll be genuinely honest, I don't give two shits what Burnley Football Club put on Facebook, Twitter and that. It doesn't, it's not an interest to me. But like, from your yeah. point of view, you're in media, so you understand it more than me. You know, I, you, you, we've, we had this conversation before, you'll send me something what Burnley put out on Facebook and you're like, oh my God, I can't wait. And to me, it's just a post, I don't, I don't get it. But even as a complete novice media head, you can clearly see that what he's trying to do with the TikTok and things. I mean, for the women's football, that's massive. That's absolutely yeah. massive for Burnley women for, for, us to be, for us to be doing that. Am I going to watch the games? Probably not, but that's just because I don't have TikTok, but 
<laughs> you know what I mean? But it is good that we are trying these different avenues to try and to try and bring in more income. I think it's I think there's a lot of positive stuff off. There's been a lot of negatives, but I think you can take some positives out of what what he's what he's trying to do at least. Yeah, it'd be good to see us hopefully do some more, um, like you say, on that side of things. But it's been strange because since since the changes have been made and since he's come in, it's been a bit of a you know, with no away kit. Obviously, we've been told it's going to be white. I said that on the other podcast the other day. Is um, it? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, it's yeah, white. yeah, I think it is white. I'm, but who but cares? yeah, it, it is white. Who cares what it's the away kit is really? It's but again, you were just saying about the brand. It's all part of the brand, isn't it? So you need mm. to get that out nice and early and get the club advertising a positive light and things like that. And and again, it's just been I've, I've not been I'm not that fussed about the away kit itself. It's just the brand aspect of it and and the, and making the club more marketable, as you've said. And and it's part of it. And you, you really need to be doing it a bit better than that. Yeah, uh, in my eyes. Um, that's pretty much it for the summer because not much had happened. There's been backroom changes and a couple of signings and a lot of rumours and a random Brazilian farce. Um, so let's have a look at the Brighton game. Again, like I said, there's not really much we can talk about because um, obviously not much had happened. We don't know um, what Brighton's form is like. I've not even bothered looking at their pre-season friendlies. Um, but the head-to-head, uh, we haven't done that well with it recently. Um, we have drew last year twice. Nil, nil, and one nil. Um, the beaters at the turf on the last day of the season was it last day of the season in 2020? Yeah, 16th of July. Then we drew, and then we beat them. Last time we beat them was 2019. I said that we we beat them twice that season. Um, so we did the double over them that season, but we haven't really done too well against them recently. Um, what are your thoughts going into it? They, they, they're still the same as team as they are last season. Really, they made a couple of signings more than us. Well, a couple of first team signings, but they, they still don't have a striker, and that was Brighton's problem last season. Yeah, I mean, I said last season, I just don't get the heart with with Potter. I just, I don't, he's massively overrated. I think Brighton, they spend a lot of money on bang average players. Yeah, they're always uh, random as you've never heard of as well. Yeah, it's like, what were you called, that Iranian they bought, that, because like Jack Hanabash or something, they pay like 20 odd million for him. Um, I'm, oh, Enoch Muepe. No, we're called something like Jack Hanabash or something like that, some Iranian lad. But to pay like twenty one million for him and he's absolute crap. I mean Neil Morpe, how much did they pay for him? Garbage. Danny Welbeck, garbage. We got we will turn them over tomorrow. Two 0 You reckon? You reckon? Comfortable. Uh, well, yeah. well Comfortable. Phil's got his Phil, Phil's got his prediction and he says nil nil. I, I think it'll be tight. I think it'll be tight. I just think what'll win it for us will be it's his first game back at, at Turf Moor, first game of the season. I think that's going to play into our hands massively. No, I, I do agree with that. And I think Wood and Vids up top. Vids, um, well, I'm hoping Wood and Vids up top. Vids will be chomping at the bit to try and have a... Because he, he came into the side last season, didn't he, quite late on. And yeah. then got a got a good run. I'm hoping he'll be chomping at the bit to to get in the side and, and have a good run in the side this season. And Wood has had a decent Olympics. You know, he scored a few goals, didn't really put a foot wrong. Obviously got knocked no. out against Japan on penalties. So he'll be quite confident to be hopefully carrying that and, and then... Pope's and then going back. from there, yeah, Pope is back. Tarky and Ben Mee aren't injured like they were at the start of last season. And that's what, I mean, that's another point I want to make. People were whinging so much uh, about how we're weaker now than we were at this stage last season. That's not factually correct because at this stage last season, Ben Mee was injured, Tarky was injured. Yeah. Um, someone else in midfield, I think, was injured. We're going to have pretty much a full-strength squad tomorrow. Jack Cork, weren't it? We had Jack Cork out. Yeah, well, Cork is 
back. He's probably playing tomorrow. We've got Corky and Westy probably in the middle. Depends how he starts midfield. Obviously, is he going to start Goodmanson or is he going to start Browner out there? That's the only change that you can probably talk about as what a potential change could be. The rest of it picks itself. It's just what he's going to do on the right. Is Browner going to go out there or is it Goodmanson? Yeah, fair enough. I, like I said, I think it's going to be tight. I'm going I'm going 1-0 or 2-1 Burnley. I do agree. I think that Jag 2-1-4 says 1-0 Burnley. He agrees with me. I do think it'll be tight, but I think I think we'll win. I think the like you say, the Turf more crowd will help us over the line and, and they'll just be buzzing to be back. Um, before we wrap up, though, I want to get your predictions on the season because it's. I think it's going to be a tough one, but mm-hmm. ultimately I think we'll have enough to stay. I, I think that the starting eleven is still a very good starting eleven. I say very good. I mean very good for a you know a bottom half side, and it, I think that will keep us up if we don't have a lot of injuries. It's 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 the the uh, the strength in depth that we lack, and we've lacked that for a long time. Phil says seventeenth. I've I think I said seventeenth as well. I think seventeenth, sixteenth, but I think we'll have enough to stay up. Look at the sides coming up. Your Watfords. Palace are poor this season. I'm not sure Vieira is a good manager. Southampton have lost pretty much every player. JWP apparently is going to Villa as well. Where how true that is, I don't know. But if they lose him, they've got literally nobody left. All right, they bought Armstrong from the Fiddlers, which you know, I wouldn't have minded him to be fair. Um, but he's got to adapt to Premier League football. That might take a few months. So I think Southampton are in trouble. Brentford are currently beating Arsenal, to be fair. Um, but I had them down as being in trouble. Um, who knows? That's a, a bad result for Burnley already. We haven't even started the season, but. What's your thoughts on season ahead then, JT? I think 15th. Um, I mean, even if we do sign Corner, I still I still think we need another two, three players. So I think it's going to be a long, tough season. But you've hit the nail on the head. Palace, I just don't get the Vieira signing. Mm. I just don't understand that at all. I don't. He hasn't done anything as a manager. They've got rid of majority of the players because they're overage. And he's brought in... Who's he brought in? Anyone of any relevance? I, I think they have made a few signings, but I can't remember off the top of my head who they were. But again, everyone keeps telling me that they're good signings and stuff. But like you say, I look at them and, and I'm thinking, what are they going to bring? They're going to need to adapt yeah. to the Premier League again. Uh, just quickly got it up now. So they brought in Mark Gaihu from um, Chelsea. Joachim Anderson from Leon. He, he, he's decent. Um, he's a centre-back. But again, they've lost players there. Um Jack. Yeah, so there's been loads of people gone. Townsend's gone, Van Arnott's gone, Sacco's gone, Hennessy's gone to a really good club, uh, McCarthy's gone, uh, Kale's gone, Scott Dan's gone, Wickham's gone. They're going to, even if they brought in, like look at your Villas and stuff, like we said before. Um, uh, not Villas, sorry, Fulham's. You, and Norwich have done it as well in the past. You bring in all these players, it takes time. And Villa have lost a lot of players and they've brought in a lot of players, like I said, not of much relevance. And they've got an unproven manager in this league. I think, it, I, to be honest, I, Villa, uh, not Villa, I've said Villa twice now, and I don't mean Villa. Palace can pull the trigger quite early. And I think Vieira might be gone yeah. October time, yeah. to be honest. So I think they're in trouble, Palace. Southampton, they're in free fall. I mean, centre half just gone to Leicester. Yeah, Ings has yeah. gone to Villa. I mean, Armstrong for Ings. That's all right as a backup to Ings, but not to replace yeah. him. You can't replace Danny Ings in Southampton's uh, team. Um, so they're going to struggle. And then like, you look at the guys who's come up, Watford. They're going to replace their manager at some point. <laughs> Probably three times. Uh, Brentford, I think, will be safe. I think just because it's a different style to what's come up. Who are the other team that come up? Uh, Norwich. Not, yeah, shit. Perhaps. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be down. 
So I, I think we'll, but it's the same as last season. We'll survive because there will be three be- three worse teams than us. Yeah, but I agree with that. Again, we, you can't go into every season thinking, "Oh, I hope there's three worse teams than us." No, I agree. We need to start moving forward and investing properly rather than just hoping there's three worst teams, like you said. But I agree. I think we'll stay up. You think we'll stay up. Phil thinks we'll stay up. There's a lot of people yeah, on we'll Twitter saying we're going to go down. But I don't... I, I would start in 11 is too good. For us to go down, we'd have to lose Pope and... what One of, sorry, Pope, Target and Woody for quite a while. I can see I why think. people think we're going to go down because we weren't that good last season. And as an outsider, you think, well, who have they brought in who can make them better than last season? Collins and, and uh, Hennessy. So, from an outsider, you're probably thinking, yeah, they're, they're doomed. But we all know how we operate during the season. So, I'm pretty comfortable we'll stay up. Yeah, happy days, me too. Um, well, that's pretty much it, unless there's anything you want to add, JT? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm all good, mate. Obviously, you're, you're on tomorrow, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'll be on. It's going to be weird. I've not been on. I've not been on a proper game while living in this house. Normally, I just trodge on to my house. It's just around the corner. Yeah, well, I used to be I've, I've lived here for ages. Yeah, well, that's it. Same sort of vibe, isn't it? Yeah, I've lived. I've lived in that other house for ages yeah. since I was eight, and I've lived here for a while now. Obviously, because of COVID and stuff. Um, so it's going to be weird. I don't know where to park. I have to park outside my dad's and walk down, or park outside Simon's uh, and walk yeah, down. Yeah, just park outside Simon's. He don't need it, does he? No, yeah. I think it'll be good. It's good. I say it's good to get good to get back on the turf. Everyone will be buzzing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Everyone has something to whinge about. We're in five minutes to start in. There'll be booze after five minutes. There'll be a dash out chant after ten. Why has he not made any subs? The old usual, and then it's all back into the swing of things. So no, it's good. Nice to speak to you, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, you too. I'll be with it when Chris Wood fucking smacks an header in the 87th minute and sends. 18,000 Burnley fans, wow. But you've made your podcast debut now because you know you don't watch along a lot, but this is an actual podcast. podcast? How would you find it? Right. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, we're gonna do we're gonna do two podcasts this season. Preview right. and a review. Cool. And you're the first person ever to be on a preview with me. Well, so happy you days. asked earlier if you could do the after game thing, but like I said to you, I'm not gonna be in a fit state to do anything after that game tomorrow. So I'll uh, I'll sadly climb that one. Yeah, no worries. Hopefully, Simon's um, can can help me out with that one because uh, sometimes, yeah, fingers crossed. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, cheers, lads. Says Phil. Cheers, Phil. Uh, if you joined us halfway through, Phil, like you did, or anyone else that's joined us halfway through, that's been a bit quiet in the chat. Like I said, we are going to put this podcast out pretty much as soon as possible. I'm going to download it, get it out, bish bash bosh, get it out within the next fifteen twenty minutes. Uh, but Johnny, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Sorry for dropping and, in and out uh, about twenty times. No, you're right. Uh, shit happens. Uh, and we'll see you for the review show. The review show. I'm going to say it like review tomorrow. Oh, as soon as as soon good. as it's physically put. I know. I'm going full Alan Pace. Um, <laughs> as soon as it's physically possible tomorrow after the game, probably around six thirty, because I start work at eight, so it can't be any later than that. But we'll see you then.
Social Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.